Because if you can't stand behind your beer and let it be on the show, I don't know what to tell you. That's right. Welcome to the Crap Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's oh, Jeff. Hey, we started. Hey! Usually I just stand behind my mic. Yeah, I'm, I'm so it's so weird now. Uh, just anytime I'm around a mic, I just kind of like stand there and everybody's like, what are you doing? I don't know. I just feel comfortable behind the mic, I, I just guess. Feel, I just feel comfortable behind Even the mic. when we're like off mic in between like buy no buy segments, I'm still just like, whole, it, it's where I feel safe. It's your safe zone? Yeah. Sure. Anybody? Uh, yeah, no. We haven't done anything fun. Um, oh, no, I did. What? Uh, I spent, uh, of course, been a, a week ago now, but uh, spent Saturday at uh, Southern Stream. Oh, yeah. Super fun. Did it again. You know, I know I was telling you guys the story earlier, but, uh, you know, some friends were like, oh, hey, uh, we should go up there. You know, the girls can go shopping. The boys can go hang out at, uh, at that brewery that's right there. And I'm like, or, and hear me out. We can go to different ones a little bit down the street. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I got to hang out at Southern Strain again. Um, man, they had a Hell's Lager that was fantastic. Their IPAs were banging. Uh, I will say <laughs> they had an Ossiai Cabernet Sour that tasted like green olives. Interesting. Yeah, that was not a fan of that one. But everything else there was fantastic. Nice. Um, I, I guess I just have a dumb general question about that place. The only kind of questions you have, Josh. I know. Uh, because, you know, the only thing I really know in Concord is like two things. The beer shop and the mall. Where is it in relationship of the mall? Closer to the beer shop. Okay. Gotcha. About a mile away. Okay. Just, I mean, it's not in the center of downtown Concord, but it's pretty close. Yeah, gotcha. it's, it's okay. like maybe a quarter mile off okay. of... And downtown. in case you were wondering where their Plaza Midwood location is going to be, yes, if you are standing on the roof of Resonant Culture, you can see where the building that they're going to be in uh, Plaza Midwood. Nice. Up the hill or down the hill? Up. Okay, fun. Cool. Can't Hopefully, wait. Hopefully yeah, they've got I'm, better parking. It does seem to actually have parking there. So, yes. Because yeah, R- yeah, RC doesn't have it. It can be, it can be fun. It's an adventure sometimes. That's why I'm glad I live close by. And you, you and know, me both. Yeah, it's like yeah, I can just ride my bike there, not have to worry about stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this one, this whole show actually kind of has a theme behind it, believe it or not, because I did this intentionally. Really, it's all about liquor loss. Oh, we were talking about... Oh, I thought you meant the, the beer lineup. No, no, no. The, the, he doesn't have anything to do with that. I do that. Yeah, that's all Good, Jeff. bad, or otherwise. Yeah, that's all, Jeff. But no, all the uh, news stories, uh, they all somehow in some way revolve... Well, I shouldn't say all, but uh, three of them revolve around liquor. There's some silly shit happening in this world, isn't there? Uh-huh. Uh, so the first one up, which was really weird, to me at least, uh, Boston Beer has signed an agreement... With Suntory, yeah, Suntory. Who's that? A li- one of one of the largest uh, liquor conglomerates in the world. Really? Yeah. They, so they own. You know, you might have heard of. I don't know, Jim Beam. Oh yeah, sure. They own that and so, others. So is the so Sam Adams getting in bed with a big. Distillery or not? Dist- well, yeah, I mean, yeah. a spirit distillery, spirits conglomerate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is kind of like maybe Ballast Point and Constellation, but 
different. But I mean, it's different, different players, but the same kind of. It's more of a contract situation where Sam Adams and they're going to be sharing some production of different products, but. Because uh, Sam's got a lot of production capacity since nobody's drinking. Well, Boston it's their Lager. truly stuff. Oh, this this is much more of and something that we talked on the show a couple months uh-huh. ago about Jim Coke Cock Cook whatever uh-huh. um, saying about spirits. They've been taking our lunch for years. Don't let them take our dinner. End quote. Sure. So that was April. Yeah. It's July now, and I guess all is has been forgiven. I, I feel like with, with Jim Cook, Cook, anytime he says anything and that he's very firm in what he says, you have to believe that that's about to become the thing. It's almost like, right. and like I, maybe I'm just off base on this, but it's almost like he's trying to like throw everybody off the scent of what he's about to do. These guys are about to do us in. Just go go look at those guys over there. Scribble, 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 scribble. Yeah. Uh, your name's illegible, sir. That's all right. I've had eight packs of yeast. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about yogurts. me. I'm good, bro. Yeah. It's uh, a, I yeah mean, this is one of those well, where... Oh, go ahead. I, I, I was saying, because the other thing he did was nobody wants an IPA. Boston Lager's the best beer out there. And then what did they start doing? IPAs out the wazoo. Yep, and half-assed IPAs out well, the sure. wazoo. But but it's it's his like he it's almost like he has to prove himself wrong. Like is he does he do that like Michael Jordan thing where he like finds something to be pissed off about so and that I he can took go and that do that personally. Yeah, right. Well, and what I was going to say is, is is going back to Wells point. Um, this really is specifically about their truly brand and trying to integrate it into the liqueur world or the spirits world. Um, very interesting choice, if you ask me. But so, Wells made a point about them production facilities, and so ostensibly, do they start making truly at like a distillery type place? The reason I ask that is some shows back we were talking about the different types of seltzers. Yep. There's the diluted down and the brewed up. Yeah. Now, will there be two different variants of Truly? Will they taste any different? And or will I no longer be able to buy Truly in my local grocery store here in North Carolina? I don't know. I don't I don't know the answer to those questions yet. Um, because I still am focused on just the relative hypocrisy of. Oh, sure. Oh, like we need to shun, you know, these spirits, folks. They are evil. Uh, until I sign a partnership with That's right. them. Well, it, and it's that typical thing of what I don't like is really bad, and you're bad for liking it. But now that I like it, you all need to get on board because it's the best thing ever. Well, and, and here's what's amazing. As typical, it's a good beer hunting article, which is more of an essay, let's face it. Um, it's a novella. About... They give you all the information in this article. Yeah, about six years ago, Boston Beer's beer line made about 40% of its revenue. Now, it is... It can't be much. No, truly makes 57.9% of their overall revenue. Which is crazy when you think about it, because for how long were we talking about Angry Orchard? 
What was their what's their cider wing? Angry Orchard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. For the longest time we've been like, hey. Oh god, you remember when those were a thing? But but like you remember too that it was like, oh yes, and I can almost hear you saying it, Josh. Do you remember when their beer used to be the main thing? Well, now it's their cider. And we're like, oh, my gosh, they are not long for this world. Yeah. And now it's just the new thing that's replaced their beer as being, you know, I, I think, and I think too, to Wells's point, their non-German style offerings are lackluster at best. Nobody ever talks about them. I never see anybody buying them. I, I was about to say, have we ever done any of their hazy stuff? When I'm they sure started- we have. And even if we haven't, we're not going to. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's just not worth the time. No, 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 totally. And but but I mean, like that being said, you know, Boston Lager is not a bad beer. But, but was, when was the last time you had it's, one of it's, those? It's been a long time for me. It's been a long time since and I was in some like airport bar slash airport and that didn't have anything else. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm still here upset that I can't get chocolate bock anymore. Like the only good Christmas beer out of that. Doppelbach was a solid one that they made as well. That was, they had it in bombers. They brought it down to four packs. I got real messed up off of that one weekend when I was also painting my house. Shrug. <laughs> Shrug. Somebody else's house. So this was highly controversial when uh, the Brewers Association moved the goalposts for Boston Beer Company saying, like, to be considered a craft brewery, you have to make a majority of your product has to be beer. So for them to dip down below the 50% threshold uh, to 40%, and this was six years ago in the same paragraph that you were reading, Josh, but now, so six years ago, beer made 40% of Boston Beer Company's uh, portfolio, and now we're looking at 10%. Yep. 10% of what Boston Beer Company makes is beer. Yep. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. It really is. And and how the mighty have fallen. So, but it's <laughs> well, but it's, and I don't know if the mighty have fallen. I don't know if it's that Sam Adams just isn't selling shit anymore or if truly an angry orchard and twisted tea are just on such a tear that it's shifted, but the point well, is like Okay, that's fair. That I mean there's two ways of looking at yep. that, but the point is like Boston Beer Company, 10% is beer. Well, and I was going to say, it almost makes you wonder if that's not why they acquired Dogfish. Was because of, hey. <laughs> Could you imagine you bought Dogfish Head and you dropped from 40 to 10? Yeah, I know. And at, at some point, and I'm sure Sam at Dogfish, you know, he's cut his check. So he's probably plenty happy. But like, oh, yeah, deep just, down, though, at some point, too, you've got to be like, wait, I thought we were going to make beer here. Deep down inside my butt, if I got that kind of check, I would be sleeping on pillowcases full of money, not a care in the world. I don't know if that's the case with him, but I I wouldn't have a problem with that. I mean, look, everybody has a price. And I know better than never say never. I mean, if Budweiser wanted to, like, sign me a check for a million dollars a year saying we want you to do nothing but write about our products, man, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. That's fine. Don't call me a hypocrite because yeah, I, I'm already telling you like I yeah. could I could sell out everybody. Everybody has a price. That's right. Million dollar man. Yep. Cue the music. That's right. Money, 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 money. But I boy, mean, <laughs> if if AB or Molson Coors came a knocking and said, "Hey guys, 
here's the check. You can only exclusively talk about our products. If that <laughs> if the, there was enough zeros, fucking here, yeah, here's the craft ish beer cast. Yeah. Crap. Yep. Look, man. I mean, no question. But, but I think that you know, again, like, not to keep beating the horse, but I, everybody does have that price. Yeah, absolutely. And, well, and, and we, oh, for crying out loud, you're calling yourself the Boston Beer Company, and ten percent of what you make is beer. At what point do they rename themselves? Yeah. Well, and I guess that does lead to a bigger question: What is it going to take for the CBA to actually boot them? You're, so you're but, n- now but, at ten percent is, is beer. Sure, but that, that's a whole other thing because what has what's it going to take for the CBA to boot anybody? Uh, the they craft, like their money. <laughs> they they want they want their dues. They want their money. Um, when certain uh, certain bad operatives in the craft beer community that are dues paying members to. Um, they aren't getting kicked out. There's no, right. You know, there's, there's no repercussions. There's no nothing. So what's it going to take for yeah. Boston beer company to get kicked out of the guild? They haven't been kicked out nothing. yet. N- no, nothing's going to happen. You could argue that they were doing, that they were doing less for the craft beer Alliance up until now. I mean, I, I love the brewers association in spirit, but, I remember one of y'all asking me a couple of years ago, what is it the Brewers Association does? And that was like the last time that was asked on the show. And that was the first time we were like, I'm really struggling <laughs> to answer this. Because what is it exactly so, you do here? Step one, take the underpants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's uh, But profit is definitely there. Yeah, totally. Um <clears throat> I mean, I, I, you know, I guess it was the beginning of COVID when, when the Brewers Association laid off like seventy percent of their workforce, and I bet they were still getting their dues though. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and yeah, I don't know. It's a mess. Which, which begs the question. Um, that's your yeah. And then that's the next one. Uh, you know, again, like you know, what what are what benefit are they actually providing, and why do we, why do we care? I mean, like most people aren't even most people probably haven't even noticed the CBA logo on, on a lot of crap beer. Not, not everybody even wants to use it. Well, like, OK, so I'll give you a great example. Um, Saturday did some running with the kiddo. Uh, went to the food line that's kind of by our old office. Yes. Was actually surprised at the selection of like real craft beer they had there. They had like Birdsong and Noda and. Old Mac, and it had been a long time since I bought something from Foothills. So I was like, you know what? I'll buy the hot box. It was all dated less than um, a month. Yeah. I was like, fuck. That's what, cool. What's I, this going to hurt me? Yeah, I did Look, that with a box of Hopium. I'm like, well. Looked at every one of those bottles and thought, there's surely got to be that logo here. So, nope. Didn't have that logo on any of them. And, no, 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 you're fine. And, and, and it's funny because I do remember that becoming a thing. And we all thought, is it going to actually become a thing? And I, it feels like it's about half and half. And what, is, and what does it really mean? You know, what does yeah. it really mean? At the time, I was very optimistic. I mean, rose-colored glasses and all. I, I wanted that to be a real defining turning point where... I knew this was craft beer I, and I knew where this money it, was going. Exactly. I mean, I know... Anyway, and I'm sure you know, 
and Jeff knows. Oh yeah. And I'm I'm fairly comfortable that a majority of our listeners know what's actually craft and what is crafty. Yeah. Without having to do a Google search, but but that's our listeners. That's us. Right. Um, yeah. We. So for the general public, we are that, so that, niche. It's not even funny. Yeah. Sure. But for the general public that thinks it's cool to wear like a wicked weed shirt out and about and like, do you, like oh, in in talking to somebody in Asheville like oh you're wearing a wicked weed shirt oh yeah I mean like I love like all these craft breweries we're on a craft brewery tour of Asheville they're they're not from Asheville. And I'm like, oh, so you just like bought a Wicked Weed shirt. Did you know they're owned by Anheuser-Busch? And they're like, really? Um, that's what your your average customer oh. Oh, yeah. doesn't know. Right. And I think that your average customer cares a little bit. And I'd hoped that having that kind of logo on, you know, cans, bottles, whatever, yeah. would make people notice, take notice maybe take pause about buying something that didn't have the logo on it. Man, we have really gone off the rails and just like, it's but fine. so I'll say this out of the 12 beers that we're having between the two shows that we are recording tonight, half of them have the logo. That's not bad. That's pretty good. But when the CBA was coming out, I'm like, this is the way to know. And it's this upside down bottle and everybody must have it. And only half, like you've only got half. Yeah. Like so, so half of these people are probably paying extra to slap this label on their. Oh, they are hundred percent. Why? I don't think they're paying extra. I just think that it's licensed to them for free. If, oh, is it okay? If they are a dues-paying member, they don't have to be a dues-paying member. They just can't be a conglomerate or a corporate-owned. Like they can't be crafty. Gotcha. Like this, this logo is yours to use. Should you choose to use it, if you want to use it. Gotcha. All right. Meanwhile, weird liquor laws. Let's talk about Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania weird. Oh man. So what? We have talked about Pennsylvania, and this isn't new news, mind you, but <laughs> Pennsylvania is a really weird place to go if you want to buy alcohol. Um. If you want to buy a case, if you want to buy like some individual bottles or cans or maybe a four pack of something, you can go to a beer store and maybe that store also has like a limited wine permit. But if you want to buy a case of beer, you've got to go to a distributor. Uh, if you want to buy, you could also go to a grocery store if you wanted to buy some. But for certain other bottles of wine, You've got to go to a liquor store that also, you know, sells liquor. Basically, if you want to buy, buy like, a bottle of wine, a case of beer, and a bottle of liquor, and a four-pack of beer, you're looking at four different stores, potentially. And that's a joke. I mean, I think it's bad in North Carolina when you have two different places that you need to go to buy that. Like, right. Yeah. You know, but at least in North Carolina, for crying out loud, I can buy a case of something from a bottle shop, provided they have a case of beer in stock. And at least in South Carolina, they're typically in the same store. Well, yeah, yeah but different doors. Yeah, you know, which, different whatever. registers, different whatever. Whatever. That that same is so store. weird. That's weird. 
But at least it's not, I don't have to drive anywhere weird. Yeah. Like, I can do my wine and beer shopping in one half of the store, pay for it, take it out to my car, go to the other half of the store, do the rest of my shopping. I mean, that's that's weird. It's weird. But I don't have to drive anywhere else. Yeah, and I was or you say, just I mean, go to like Indiana and go to a Target where you can buy your beer and your wine, and they've got an end cap with Tito's on sale. Yeah, you know, yeah. get them all one Target. Yeah, Woo-hoo! and like in Kansas, it was you know, if I wanted real beer, it was go to the liquor store. If I wanted three two, go to the grocery store. Because you want three two. Yeah, exactly. So I want everybody's like, oh my god, I can't wait to get that three point two percent. So I want three two. I got to. You know what I really want is to drink a bunch of liquid that tastes like beer but does nothing to me. Yeah. Uh, so to to kind of further what Wells was saying, um, you really have to do so many different stops. Yeah. If you really want, you know, if you're if if you're a household that has more than one type of a drinker in it, and it's ridiculous that you have to do all this shit. Like, so the answer is we're all drinking the same thing. And, and I just don't understand the I, I do and I don't. But the, the you know, the, especially like the blue laws that exist. Like, right. You guys remember the brunch bill? Oh, yeah. Like that was big fucking news. And like, I, and like, it's still weird for me that I'm, you know, it's like a Sunday. I'm like, can I, can I can I can have a beer now? It's it's only 11 o'clock. I know you guys just opened it. Like, and I've literally ordered before and immediately apologized. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot it was Sunday. It feels like a Saturday to me. Yeah. I know so, it's not noon yet. I'll, I'll just take a water. And they're yeah. like, no, no, you can have one now. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, so to remind listeners that may not know or don't live in the state of North Carolina, up until a couple of years ago, you could not walk into an establishment before noon and purchase an alcoholic beverage. Well, you could walk into an establishment. And just get Well, yeah, yeah. Well, on Sunday. Yeah, on Sundays. Um, you could any other day of the week. And then they relaxed that blue law a little bit down to 10 o'clock in the morning, so... Which is fine. They called it the brunch bill because I, I, I'll I'll be honest. I'm not trying to brunch, you know, at nine o'clock. That's breakfast. Yeah. And if I want breakfast, I go to somewhere else. But and if also I'm if I'm that hard up for alcohol at nine o'clock in the morning, I've made some poor life decisions the night before. Hmm. Uh, but that's just me. That's yeah. That's well. I, I, I think ten o'clock. We know this. Fine. That's like, well. <laughs> Because I'm not trying to be there, like, right at 10. You know, I like to do my brunch, like, 11. It's, you know, a little on the early side before. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, there is nothing like a Bloody Mary at 10 o'clock in the morning when you're hungover. Oh, yeah, but I, oh. but I do that at home. Like a, a big old <laughs> plate of pancakes and some bacon and some bacon a Bloody Mary. Bacon, bacon, pancakes. Oh, it was so good. Like, that was, like, the first thing I did when I came back from the DR was, like, we're going to go out for brunch. I'm going to get up at 10 o'clock in the morning for once and not be a lazy fucking slacker. And yeah. Uh, any other thoughts over PA other than they fucked everybody weird. I have not been to Pennsylvania in a decade except to drive through it. Um, <laughs> but I do have like a very specific memory of going to a beer store and I wanted to buy a case of beer. There's like, some Pennsylvania stuff that I wanted to get. I mean, it wasn't like a case of one thing. It was, I want a four pack of this. I want a bottle of this, bottle of this, bottle of this. And I brought it up to the counter and they're like, we can't sell this to you. And I'm like, I, I legitimately was gobsmacked, flabbergasted, just like what in the world? 
And he looked over and said, oh, are these two people with you? And I said, well, yeah, they are. Like my two friends that I'll stand with that, that, that drove me there. That, right. And then suddenly it's, oh, cool. So there, so this is your, the three of your alcohols and you're the one that's just paying for it right now. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> so suddenly it was fine. Let me ask a dumb question. If they weren't there with you, could you say, I'll just take half of this, walk out the door, put it in your trunk, come back in and be like, oh, by the way. So I didn't know until I was talking to somebody this past weekend and he was saying, basically, that's what you would have to do per transaction. Just, okay. All right, I'm going to leave. All right, I'm back. All right, I'm going to buy some more if stuff. If you even have to walk all the way out of the store. Because it could be, well, you know, I mean, they're you like, just, just bring this up tr- on three tickets. Shh. Well, I think it, I don't know. Yeah. The, 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 well, look, the I'm example, not here to, I'm not here to try to make sense of Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. Me, yeah. The example that was provided to me was, I could just like buy some of it, put it in my trunk, buy some more of it, put it in my trunk, buy the rest of it, put it in my trunk. I'm like, well, that's just kind of dumb, isn't it? So anyway, as much as I complain sometimes about living in North Carolina and uh, yeah, at least it's not Pennsylvania. Y'all, I'm sorry. Uh, also, <clears throat> weird liquor law, moving to New Mexico now. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, no, 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 I'm not either. Um, apparently, you used to be able to sell liquor in a gas station and they passed the new law. No, that- you still can. Oh, you still can. You still can sell liquor in a gas station. The problem is... there's a population. There's a a new law that has come out saying if your county has a population between 56,000 people and 57,000 people, you cannot sell liquor in the gas station anymore. (laughs) So... There is one Who county. somebody off? There is one county in the entire state of New Mexico that this applies to. Uh, McKinley County. Um, they have a somebody very... Somebody off. No they, doubt. No, they have a very high rate of alcoholism in that county. And this is the legislature, the governor, whatever, stepping in and saying... Well, we're hoping that by changing this law that specifically targets you, uh, this will clear up your alcohol problem. And I'm sitting here like, people are just going to drive 10 more minutes to get out of the county and load up. Well, so case in point, I was up at Blackford's for uh, Memorial Day one year. And uh, we realized, um, crap, we need to get beer. But it's Sunday. And in Indiana... No alcohol on Sundays. I think. I don't know if it still is, but... Was back then, yeah. Yeah. We hopped in the car in, you know, he's right up there by Chicago and everything else. We hopped hopped over the Illinois. Yeah. And there's a liquor store within a quarter mile of the state line, raking it in, and there was a line. Well, and I was going to say, like, how... Busy typically is like frugal in some of those places because it is right there on the border. It takes no time to get there. Right. Like well said, I can just walk in one door, buy my wine and my beer, put it in my trunk, walk into the next door, get my liquor. I'm done. I don't have to go to two different stores. So as convenient as that is, and plus they have a better selection than, well, South Carolina stores in general have a better selection than just what North Carolina ABC mandates people carry. Um 
North Carolina Highway Patrol had a couple spots on the North Carolina side of things that they could check out, like, what cars are coming back from, like, if you go from North Carolina to the liquor store, load up, come right back to North Carolina, you're going to get popped. Um, and, and, and they're okay, going to ask to search your car and this, that, and the other, and they'll ticket you for illegally transporting liquor into the state. Really? Yes. So any liquor, even though it's for sale in North Carolina as well? Sure, but you haven't paid tax on that liquor in North Carolina. Okay, but there's a lot of things. Like, I went and got a Happy Meal while I was there. I went to Culver's right there by the... uh, Sure, but my whole thing is, like, once I kind of found out that they were doing that, I just, you know, drove to South Carolina and then went home a different way. Yeah, also true. they're They're only popping those folks that drove in yeah and then pulled a yui you know and drove back to north carolina like hey you just bought a case of liquor that you need boy to you're in a heap yeah, of trouble. pretty much i mean I, I guess i'm glad that i take my time in a liquor store and i peruse because i've never had that problem never even noticed it to be honest but it feels like a wells problem yeah uh anyways back to the st- good lord we are tangenting all over the place tonight good uh, that's what show two your is. tangents have tangents Back to the story at hand. Back to so reality. The gas station in question, it's kind of like a, I guess... Well, it's not a gas station. It's a its a number of gas stations owned by one provider. Yeah, it's a gas station operator. They are suing the state of New Mexico over this law. Well, I mean, you got to figure that they're opening up and they're figuring on uh, profit margins based on liquor sales. And look at... I'm not making light of the situation, but you're going to sell alcohol in the county that has the highest rate of alcoholism, and suddenly you can't. I mean, that's going to hurt your business. Yeah. That's going to hit the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the correct way to operate a business, but, you know, it's like setting up a new punch burger in Pawnee. You know, you got to give the people what they want. <laughs> that's right. But they're so good. But it's, they're so good. It is inherently... This is the child size. It is inherently predatory for, you know, this... For anybody to set up a, a chain of liquor selling gas stations in a county with high uh, alcoholism rates, it's predatory. But I also think this is discrimination and this is government telling businesses what they can and can't do and but really all that's in one not, is a is that's a, not fair yeah 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 all right so unliquor law stuff this time the, oh thank god the founder of oscar blues has decided to get into the marijuana game what right wait a second hold up you're you're telling me that like a guy that's from colorado and dabbled in opening up a brewery might be i don't know cool with other stuff too i guess so i mean no surprises you you look at their cans and they're perforated and they're not perforated but they have a, a spot mark. to perforate there's a mark for a very specific reason uh but yeah he's decided to jump into the weed game sure you, i mean you mean somebody that makes a beer called pinner uh-huh yep yeah. or hot box yeah or stovepipes, yeah. Um, I mean, like, I, I feel like this is the new the new thing, right? Like, you got all these 
brewers that have gotten to a point where they're like, you know, I'm kind of tired of making beer. It's it's exhausting to fight off all of the new upstarts and to always be innovating and nobody's ever happy and you know people are you know like everybody wants something new so they can check it in and this just kind of sucks let's just go chill out with some weed well and i mean let's let's also face reality of how long ago did oscar blues get bought he's probably doesn't have a whole lot of say anymore in things i mean assuming sure he I'm sure he was, was probably that fireman sober. capital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, when these guys sell to these P firms, there's a reason for it. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they want out of the game. Yeah. They want paid again. And we said this, so this got, show or last show, I would gladly take a check. Yeah. I mean, I, as much as I enjoy hanging out with you guys on uh, every other Monday night and drinking a bunch of beer, uh, somebody sends me a big fat check. Uh, peace out, boy scout. And I promise you that his non-compete clause and I assume that he has one, doesn't cover marijuana. Right. So instead of, I've made this joke elsewhere, but uh, so it's not cannibalism if it's yourself, but uh, I can't wait for Dale's Alaskan Thunderfuck. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Yes. This week. I mean, I think it's... uh, it's the next logical thing. As I said, there's probably yeah, no non-compete clause. And plus, you know, alcohol's not exactly the best thing for you. Uh, I'm not saying that smoking is the best thing for you either. Right. But you're looking at fewer side effects with uh, marijuana. How, how many people do you know that have died from marijuana overdose? I mean, there was one that I thought I was going to. How many people do you know have died from an alcohol overdose? Uh, Actually, none. Okay, but... Personally. Yeah, but the stats are real. Cool, that argument totally played, Josh. I know what you're going for. Yeah, the stats are real. A Uh, for effort. Yeah, I mean... What is this? This tastes like A1. I am so confused. I don't know why. We'll come back to that later. Yeah, it tastes like a steak sauce. This is bizarre. I like it. Yeah, you will. Well, that said, is it time for our break? Yeah, it is. So we'll be back in 30. We will. Jeff, it's time to provide a buy. How does that work? Uh, we're going to talk about the beer that we've been having on the show, whether we would buy it again, even when sometimes it was uh, donated to us. Like this first beer from my buddy Steve. What's up, Steve? He says, uh, hey, this is a... He says, don't get uh, confused by this can. It was apparently a different can, and they slapped a different label on it with somebody else's can. So it, it says our 10th anniversary beer, but this is not a 10-year-old brewery. Weird, okay, but okay. sure. Uh, Civil Life Brewing out of St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah, it's their um, rye pale ale. And uh, I don't, I don't, I remember liking rye pale ales, and I don't know what this is, and I don't like it. 
it's um it's very spicy, but like none of the and I guess maybe I'm thinking I'm hoping for one claw and this was no claws. No bye. Wells. It's weak. It's 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 just weak, it's unpleasant, it's it's kind of dull. Um, so uh, uh, behind the scenes, uh, Josh's son is here. And what he doesn't know is that at the end of every show, whatever we dump out, somebody has to chug it. Yep. And as the one who's never here, he gets to do the suicide. Boof it. Yep. No, this is a no buy for me. I, I don't know if it's old. I don't know if it just sucked. Uh, either way, it's, it's missable. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, as a... Uh, you know, one of the resident rye lovers on the show. As soon as you said that, I'm like, why do I hate this? And I know I hate this. It, it feels like it's old. March 13th is when it was canned. Okay. That yeah, explains a lot. Sense. But it's How do you months. have that much of a fall off in four months? Yeah. It shouldn't have that much fall off. Well, there yeah, still maybe be something there. Yeah. Maybe the, the base just sucks to begin with. I don't know. Um, yeah. Always no possible. Buy. No buy. Next beer up. So, hey, when I was up in uh, Southern Strain uh, this weekend or so ago, I get the Hell's Lager. Buddy of mine orders some other IPA that I hadn't seen. I was going to get to it eventually. He takes one sip of it, and he, like, pushes it in my face. He's like, you have got to try this. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Um, I take a sip of it, and I'm like, yes, I get that. This is this is really stinking good. Um, this is Southern Strain's strata da 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 Strata da da da. It's the one and only D-O-double-G. Um, Southern Strain. It's a West Coast IPA. Um, it's damn good. I really like this beer a lot. It's a big buy for me. It's nice and hoppy and punch you in the face. Wells? Wells? This was a house beer for us for a period of time. Uh, hasn't come to Charlotte proper as often as I'd like to see it. I love seeing these big, bitter... Super dank, super clean hitting uh, West Coast style IPAs. Southern Strain doesn't really miss with this style. Um, they're like Concord's Divine Barrel. Spoiler alert. I yes, I think uh, that is that is a very apt comparison. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it, it's real good. I like it. I like it a lot. Josh, what do you think? This is my. Correct. Okay. I'm very happy that I now have three of these yeah. remaining in the fridge because, yeah. holy shit, this is fantastic. It's real good. It's very... It's like, and it's weird because, you know, it's not like a... Uh, what am I trying to say? It's not like some huge double IPA. It's I'm, I'm looking for the ABV 7% on it. tops? Se- All right. I take it back. 7-8. Because oh. I was like, I'm like, it's pretty strong for what it amounts to be. But at a 7-8, I mean, like... Okay, I would expect it to have some punch to it, and it does. Yeah, it's real good. But it's it's nice. It's, it's, like it's the, bright. It's almost like the Dre two thousand. Yeah, citrusy. You, it bites. It's it slaps. It's good. And you know uh, why six is afraid of seven. Seven eight nine. <sighs> I hate that joke. Um, I will say that when I am the, starting when, to see when the, when the crime scene shows up later. Just tell the cops it was justified murder. Okay. I, I am starting to really think that Southern Strain is the vine of Concord, which is... And you haven't even been there. I know. I mean, like, like it's just... So what, what I try to tell people is like, you know, what I, what I love about Divine is you go there 
and there are a lot of different styles. There may be two hazies and two Berliners and two stouts and whatever, but they've got a whole bunch of varieties. You're not going there and just getting either stouts or IPAs. Yeah. There's a whole lot of different varieties. And Southern Strain's the same way. Like I went there and I, I sat there <clears throat> and stared at everything, trying to figure out how I was going to pace myself and still get everything I wanted to try. And of course, you know, I had to get a hot box lager while I was there because that beer good. Yeah. Next beer up. So uh, while we're there, uh, you know, until my buddy gets the strata da da da, and uh, I look up and I see a familiar face. I see the Divine Barrel logo and I say to myself, "Ooh, what that?" I look at the name. It's called "You Enjoy My Bitter Boy." It's a double IPA collab, Southern Strain, Divine Barrel. I'm like, well, I gotta have that. She's like, "Do you want to try it first? I'm like, "No, full send," as the kids say today. Give me that big pint, and uh, I didn't hate a second of it. This is a fantastic beer. I really love it. It is super bitter. It is a double IPA. Um, this is exactly what I hoped when I saw that they had collaborated. It's fantastic. Big buy. Wells? This beer has me saying, boy, man, God, shit. <laughs> Wish you'd have had me pick up some more. Wash your feet so you drive me to Forense. I feel uh, like that. I feel like those are fish lyrics that are. They are uh, yeah, beneath me or over my head. I, <laughs> yeah, I both. Either way, uh, I've been looking forward to having this one for a minute. If you're telling me that two of my favorite West Coast producing breweries, being Divine Barrel and uh, Southern Strain, are teaming up for a West Coast beer, and it's going to be fish themed, uh, the name is fish themed. Let's. You enjoy my bitter boy, but the, you enjoy myself is the fish song. Um, That's why I didn't recognize it. I know. <laughs> uh, had so many big shoes to fill. I think it filled them just fine. I, I bought a four pack of this. I contributed this one to the show. And I'm pretty happy with this sneak peek and look forward to finishing off the other three tonight. Hey, Josh, <laughs> I like it. It's a buy. I, I can tell, smart ass. Okay, cool. You weren't feeling me in the first show. Hey, uh, I thought it was... Sometimes I'm right. You guys weren't vibing. It's all good. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. It's all that, that's all that it is. Uh, this is fantastic. Like, good lord. Uh, it's bright. It's shiny. It's good. I buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up uh, from Pohala. We've we not had for a long time. But uh, they're out of Estonia. Estonia's favorite craft brewery. Right? <laughs> like the only one. Right. And, and so uh, this is called Baltic Pride. It's a Baltic porter. It says on the label, it's uh, an old world imperial featuring a blend of fresh bottom fermented Baltic porter and barrel aged top fermented Baltic porter. So they got both sides for you if, you, that's, if that's your thing. Um, that being said, this is absolutely fantastically excellent. Um, Wells had said he was going to bring this for the show. And then kind of tried to audible out of it into a beer that we'd already had before. And he's like, screw it. I'm going to go and I'm going to pick one of these up. And I'm glad you did because this is superb. Absolutely fantastic. So I didn't audible out of it. I pulled two beers out of the fridge. And I was going to open one and put the other one on a different shelf. Uh huh. And I opened the wrong one. And the other beer. You had we- one job. Well, I know. But the other beer we had not had on the show, it was a variant that we had not had. 
Um, which we found out later. Which we found out later. But uh, after spending, I don't know, 45 minutes drinking an 11-ounce beer, I thought, you know what? This is actually worth me bringing on the show to share with you guys because this is fucking delicious. Yeah, I mean, it's, Paul, a, it's a sneaky 12.5%. Paula doesn't miss. Um, okay. Sure. I'm, Some, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're bulletproof, but even, right. even when they make a less than great beer for them, yeah. it runs circles around a lot of other folks. I'm a big fan of Baltic Porters in general. I'm a big fan of Roasty Toasty. This yeah. is this is really good. Yeah. How in the, what, what did you say the ABV was? 12? 12. 12 and a half. Ah, that makes so much sense now because <clears throat> I've had two of these today. Oh, it's by. It's a super buy. Uh, I get really excited whenever I see Pahala drops uh, around town, and and this beer is why. If you ever see uh, beer from Estonia, from Pahala, please check them out. You won't be disappointed. And if, if you, even if you are, just just buy another different something, and you'll be <laughs> and you'll be happy. Josh, what do you think of this? So I can still to this day remember being in London, going to a craft beer store and seeing these guys for the first time back in like 2018. And, or was it 2017? I can't remember. Anyways, uh, trying one of their beers for the first time and going, wait, th- there's a brewery in Estonia? And it, it's this good? Yeah. And then every time Wells has brought something on from them, it's been fantastic. Uh, this is nice. It's roasty. Yeah. It's got some really good notes to it. Yeah, this is yeah, I mean, fan-fucking-tastic. And Wells is right. I mean, this runs laps around most other breweries trying to make the same thing. I mean, yeah, it, be- yeah. it beats them as bad as Carson does beating you at Madden football. Shut up. <laughs> Next beer up. You're too lazy to edit it. That's why I put that in. Yeah, I know. You're right. All right. Uh, my friend Steve gave me uh, Hey, Steve. Gave me a, uh, a beer from Mile Wide Beer Company in Louisville. It's a special release called Unforeseen Circumstances. This is a barrel-aged imperial stout with coconut. Um, man, oh, man. Um, this is diabetes in a can. Holy crap. Is this sweet? It coated my teeth. Um, I can't. I like, this is a fun get-it-on-a-flight sample kind of thing. I cannot drink even a 12-ounce can of this. Uh, so it's a, it's a no-buy for me. It tastes good. I just can't handle it. Fair it's enough. too much. Um, it is, does not say how strong it is. So there's that. I do really like that they put special release on the can. Well, I feel like the, yeah. So the, the special release label is standard. And then this little square oh, okay. is separate. Gotcha. Tap room exclusive. Wells. Jeff, usually I love to just, oh, I'm sorry. You don't like this it's a little too much for you. Uh-huh. Kind of thing. Uh-huh. I'm right there with you. This is this is a step too far. And especially coming after just a clean roasty Baltic porter that we had from Bahala. Like this 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 is almost like offensively sweet. 11, I've, I've 11, had worse. Yeah, but it's eleven percent. Yeah. But the other one was twelve. Yeah. But like I've I've had Sweeter things I've had, and I'm I'm sure I've tapped sweeter things on this show with maple, sure. But, yeah, but this one like is it? It's an unpleasant follow. 
even on my second shot at this, it's it's work, and I don't think beer should be work. Josh, what do you think? I think you're both wrong. This is fantastic. Of course you do. You're such a monster. Oh God, this is so good. And and you dump it. You could have put it in mine. He's, he's saving it for. <laughs> uh, man, this is roasty. It's coconutty. It, it it's not overly sweet, in my opinion. I think you're both dead wrong. It's just it's a lot. That's all. Like all right. it's a lot, and I'm really it's not a lot for it. me to drink when you guys leave, and I'm very happy. Because I'm, I'm fucking buying that. There's, thing. there's a lot. There's a lot left. You got, yeah. you got quite a bit left. Yeah, son. I'm buying that. I'm buying that one. Uh, final beer up. Uh, final beer up. So um, I know Steve was excited about that last one. Uh, he was definitely excited about this one. Uh, he had driven out to Scratch Brewing in Illinois and uh, had picked up a couple of things. We got another one for another show. Uh, but this is their strawberry sumac. Um, it says uh, a bottle conditioned sour ale brewed with sumac from the woods around our property brewed over a wood fire and fermented with our wild house mixed culture, then re-fermented on Southern Illinois grown strawberries. I, I get it. You know, it's like free range. It's like Fontaflora. We're grabbing stuff that's around us. It's super cool. It's a very well-made beer. It's, um, this is a share beer for me, not a beer that I would drink on my own ever. So, um, I'm going to, I'm just going to no buy it, but okay. it's a good beer. I just don't want it. Well, I'm with you, Jeff. It is super cool. Uh, this is a share beer for me. I could buy several of these and share it with somebody, but I would continue to buy this because I think it's a really good beer i think the it is strawberry has like just enough acidity um it's nice it it does ask a little bit more of you than which is why like i would i don't know if i could drink a whole one of these by myself but i could split it with somebody yeah and i've got a somebody that wants to split this with me yeah so i'm gonna buy this because we would fucking crush this. So this also may be one of those cases where sometimes I think we do a disservice to ourselves and our listeners because we're just drinking through beer. Yeah. And not all beer is meant to be consumed by itself with nothing. This with some snack. Give me some crackers, a little bit of cheese, like a nice goat cheese in there would be would be real nice. A little crusty bread. Could make it a little better. I don't know. For me, anyway. I'd, I'd enjoy it more, I think. Maybe I'm hungry. Could be both. Could be both. Who knows? Yeah. Whatever. I'm still going to buy it. Josh, what do you think? This tasted like I was drinking a bottle of A1. But you love A1. I do, but I'm not going to drink a bottle of it, and I ain't drinking that. So are you making steaks? Yeah. All right, let's go. I mean, maybe I, I would cook this as a reduction to make a sauce out of it, but... It did nothing for me. It just tasted like straight up vinegar. You're not gonna You're don't, not gonna like me. even like half a bottle on this? No. Really? No. Okay. No. That thing could get shoved up your ass for all I care. I do not like that well, beer. The good news is you wouldn't be able to taste it then. <laughs> 
Jeff, it's time for I tap that. I'm How does that work? The topic real quick. We're going to talk about I tap that the beer that we like the most, the one we'd like to have on our kegerator at the house. Um, for me, that Bohala, man, that thing slaps. But uh, so does that Strata da da da. But that bitter boy, oh man. Um, come back to me. I'm going to do another round. Wells. Oh, you're not supposed to put me on the spot like that. You're on the spot. spot. It's got to be the Paula. I mean, you're talking about blended Baltic porter. It's so clean and roasty and somehow 12%, but isn't slapping you in the face with a shitload of booze. Like, it's just nice. And that's nothing against southern strain and southern strain divine barrel like this this is just the the cane yeah it's a gun it's a gun and a knife fight i accidentally opened a bottle of this earlier i meant to bring it on the show i went and bought a second one because i'm like this has to be opened on the show i stand by that decision i'm gonna tap it josh no i'm gonna make jeff go oh Make yeah, um, I, I'm, 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 I'm with Wells. I love both of these IPAs. I went back to both of them, and both, as I sampled both of them, I'm like, yeah, but that that Baltic Porter was just really good. When you can be, when you're drinking a beer and you're thinking about another one, that's usually a sign. True. That's a good life lesson. It's like, yeah, it's about to- Life lesson. Coco Coco Combo Breaker. That's fine. That's fine. Shout out to It's got to win it. I yeah. mean, that's I mean, damn. It is so good. Damn it, good. It, like, and we talked about this off mic. It is definitely a little bit of a roller coaster in this episode, but that's how it goes sometimes. Both of those Southern strains were absolutely fantastic, and if Wells had not brought that Bahala in, yeah, I mean, don't get sorry. me wrong. That was that was right up there. Like, I have a feeling this would make an honorable mention for me. Oh, for it's, sure. It's that good. Oh, but yeah, that shot of that. Now that yep. I've got another three sitting in that fridge, I'm like, mm hmm. Friday night, gonna be lit. Jeff. Tonight, whatever. We're at the end of the show. Where uh, are we at? Come check us out on the interwebs, crapbeercast.com. Uh, check out our links. Tell a friend. We've got a Patreon you want to support us or uh, contact at craftbeercast.com via email if you want to coordinate, because uh, sometimes that's easier for some of us. Uh, coordinate, you know, shipping beer back and forth, something like that. Uh, otherwise, um, slide into Josh's DMs at CBCast on the Twitters. Wells, where can they find you? Oh, if I ever get off off my lazy butt, you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at all the Wells. Because I'm not writing anymore. Yeah, Josh, for, a, for a reason, but well, yeah, for a reason. God damn. What is it? What does it take for people to not be shitty? I know, I know. That that said, Josh, speaking of shitty, we've been asking you? Josh that question for a number of years. He still can't figure it out. Yeah, I know. You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or anywhere else. Uh, don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. And other than that, yeah, that's it. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday.